Welcome back to Marriage Monday. This is our podcast where we endeavor to help shape marriage one Monday at a time. And we're doing something a little bit differently today. Um, today, we are joining forces with another podcaster. In fact, uh, this is Damon and his wife, Katoya. They host Sum It Up with the Sumners. And uh, they welcome you to their dining room table where they begin to have conversations that they believe every couple needs to have. And many times they just don't have. And so, Damon, if you would just introduce yourself, tell us how long you've been married and tell us how long the podcast has been going on and where they can find it. For sure. For sure. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah. I hate that uh, my better half is not here. She had to handle some business, but uh, you're in good hands. Uh, And so... We've been married for 14 years. We've been married 14 years. We got married and going into our senior of college. And uh, we started the podcast, Summer of the Summers, in August of 2020. Um, oh, nice. And, and so as much as we loved having people over and sharing life, um, that, you know, in 2020, we had to pivot. That was the word of the year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and with that, we got a chance to still share, but in a different way. And so the podcast goes down every Tuesday, and it's been a dope experience. I love that you started it up in 2020, because if there's anything I I think marriages needed coming out of the COVID quarantine season was something to reconnect them back together. I I was getting contacts during the whole quarantine uh, season, especially here in Michigan. It was it was pretty bad in terms of everything shutting down and people are contacting me saying all of a sudden our marriage is under attack and we're Mm. dealing with things that we've never dealt with before. And my response was most likely they've always been there, but you've yeah. been so busy that yeah. you've never actually dealt with it. And now this stuff has come to a head. Is that what you discovered? Uh, it definitely was a big piece. It definitely was a big piece. It was one of the things where we were having conversations with people and, you know, there's one thing to get in a good groove and kind of really kind of feel a good rhythm with your, with your partner. Then there's another thing to be reminded of, Oh, we're in an ever going level of discovery. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. with age, with seasons of life, um, business, somebody gets laid off, but also when things slow all the way down, mm-hmm. there was an era of discovery as well. And so um, it's definitely been a fascinating journey. Now, now talk to me about this, uh, the idea of being on the same page, because mm-hmm. um, we just celebrated uh, 24 years, you've been together for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And quite often, I think the more familiar we can get with each other, if we're not intentional, that we could become like two ships passing in the night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we, we have to be intentional about getting on the same page. So, so talk to me here. What would you, if you were to sit down with a couple, couple contacted mm-hmm. you, listen to your podcast and said, mm-hmm. Hey, we're not on the same page. Where do they start? Where should they start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a saying that um, you can never over communicate. Yeah. And what we mean by that is that it really starts in our opinion with sitting down and let's be very clear. This may not be one sit down. This mm-hmm. may be a series ongoing, right, of conversations where yeah. we have to commit to having honest, vulnerable, specific conversation. And so if we're not on the same page, well, I clearly need to hear what page you're on. You clearly need to hear what page I'm on. And then one of the biggest things that Katoya and I, we really, we really catch ourselves with, especially if we're in a spat and there's mm-hmm. conflict, is we have to remind ourselves that we're on the same team, that we're not each other's enemy, mm. that we are on the same team. And so if we can, if we can come in with that mindset, yeah. then we're in, we're in good fitting to have this honest conversation because I'm gonna be honest with you here. We, what is this? This is June right now. Uh, last month, May, 
we were kind of in this phase and you can stop me if I'm going too long here. Oh, you're fine. You're um, fine. My, my, we've been having this conversation for really the last few months about my son getting his first, my son is 12, um, seventh grader going into eighth grade in a few months, his first cell phone. Mm-hmm. And we were on different sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be honest, we were having, we were trying to have conversation, not at ideal times, which is already a problem. Timing plays an important part in conversation. That's right. Um, and so we were trying to have these important conversations at bad times. So it was rubbing each other the wrong way. And it was like, all right, listen, put it on calendar, Thursday night, kids in the bed, we're talking, let's focus, right? Mm-hmm. She shared her side, I shared my side. Dave, we didn't end with a resolution that night. Yeah. But we at least had the beginning steps of it. Long story short, we ended up being on the same page. We ended up being reminded that we're on the same team. We ended up being, at the end of the day, reminded of the fact that our goal for our marriage, for our family, is to do what's best for our marriage and for our family. And once we got there and we were reminded of that, yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it was rocky at times. Yeah, uh, somebody may have raised their voice a time or two. But we were able to leave and be in a spot now on the other side of it mm-hmm. in a much better spot. And so that honest, specific conversation has to happen. And you have to know that it may not end in a one-time fits-all conversation. I, I love two really big points you brought up. I think they they just bear repeating. Uh, and you just you came back to the first one right there where you said it's not, it's not going to be done in one conversation. It's not a one and done. This is not a sitcom where everything is going to be resolved in 30 minutes or less Mm -hmm. with commercials. This is in and sometimes an ongoing continual conversation. And then you even hinted that, hey, you know, we voices are raised. We have a little bit of conflict and it was even resolved that Mm -hmm. night. And I think that we've got this misunderstanding that that one conversation is going to fix it. One conversation is going to solve it. One conversation is just going to make everything better. And we don't have the patience enough to, to, to look at the long run and realize this is a marathon that we're in mm-hmm. 14 Absolutely. years, 24 years. We are both on marathons and this is, if we're going to go to the long term, we have to be dedicated to more than one conversation. And then the other side that I think is so key that I think it should be its own podcast is recognizing you're on the same team. Mm-mm. That is huge. Um, I often I'll say this is a win for me is rarely a win for the we, but a win mm-hmm. for the we is always a win for me. Always. And getting to the place where you recognize that we're not after that personal win. We're after the marriage win because mm-hmm. we're on the same team. Because if we win, I win. And what is it? What is it that keeps us? What drives us to forget that we're on the same team? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's a few things. I think one, uh, it's the constant journey of us internally and individually continue to just shed away pride and ego and expectations, right? There's this, there's this individual journey that we're all on while being on this marital journey, right? And yeah. so we're, we're, we're going down the same street where there's a couple of different lanes. And so there's a process in that, right? Because sometimes you get to a point, like I said, just going back to, my son and his cell phone, Mm -hmm. we never had to get to that road. We never had to have that conversation. So once we got there, we're both like, oh, oh, you got some skin you need to shed. I got some skin I need to shed. And so those were new things, right? Those were new moments for us. 
Yeah. Um, and so that's one piece. I think another part that if, if I'm honest, I'm going to speak for, for us, mm-hmm. is there's an element where sometimes we don't understand how much society and cultural norms and keeping up with the Joneses and kind of that stuff from outside mm. seeps into us sometimes. And that can play a part in our decision making, even just nice. our thought process, you know what I mean? And so those are just a few I think things that we have to be mindful of when we're really trying to be like, whoa, how did I get here? How's my how's my heart in this position? Right. I can look at myself and then I can also write that nature versus nurture thing. How much has mm. as culture and society kind of nurtured that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think something that we have to be cautious, and I love that that use the word comparison and getting toward looking mm-hmm. at others, keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. that if there is, I think there's two sides of looking at other couples is a, we can compare ourselves and all we see is somebody's highlights on social media and we don't yeah. see their normal life. Right. Or the other side is we look at an individual and we listen to people talk about their spouses and we actually see people not on the same team. And if we're not mm. careful, we can almost allow that to influence us. Right. Exactly. We see if I'm talking to another husband and him and his wife are not on the same team and if I'm entertaining some of the grumbling, the complaining, all of that, that will almost leeches into my own heart yep. and I can stop seeing my wife that is on my team that we may not see eye to eye. Uh, I think of uh, when I played high school football, when we went to away games, the offense was on one bus, the defense was on another bus and we just had our set. I feel like sometimes that's how we treat our spouses is you've right. got your lane, you've got my lane and let's pray we go the same direction. But I think mm. getting on the same page, the topic that, that we picked for today, I think is such it's such a key. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think one of the biggest reasons why it's such a key is like literally it seeps into everything. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about our budget. We got to be on the same page, mm-hmm. right? We're dealing with uh, the, the spouses traveling more for work. We got to be on the same page. We were a one car family for a decade. Mm-hmm. We had to be on the same page, uh, right? Us too, so, us too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it literally seeps into every fabric and some are better than others. Maybe the mm-hmm. budget's cr- crushing it. Maybe we're struggling over here and things are really good here. That's that's life, right? This juggling act, being in and out sometimes. But it really is a strong cornerstone that ha- you have to constantly be pruning and fine-tuning day in and day out. Absolutely. Uh, what have you seen just personally for, for you and Katoya? What are some, some elements that you've seen really work for the both of you? Just mm. practically day-to-day stuff, like you talked about a situation with the cell phone, and we, we lived that a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are some of the practical things that you guys have done purposefully to make sure that you both are on the same page? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, um, we're big. Well, I'm, one of my strengths is that she has graciously rocked with me uh, is having one calendar. Mm-hmm. And so what we do, nice. we're, not, we're not as consistent with it now because we're in a good rhythm. But we would sit down Sunday afternoons, Sunday evenings, and kind of focus in on like the next week. Just just chill out. Nothing, you know, it's not got to be a business meeting. Come casual. Put on your jeans. But we're coming in casually, <laughs> and we're having a conversation about what's coming up, right? Both like on this business side of like appointments and yada, yada, right? To more of the casual side. Maybe there's a date night. Maybe we want to go to the park, right? Maybe you want to do a spa. Maybe you want to go to the ball game with the fe- like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But like just literally talking about it, having conversation. Uh, can, and then that right there, putting it on the calendar, that was huge for us. That was huge. And I'm gonna be honest. 
And this is a shout out to all the, the, the men and women who are doing it. Because a lot of people in our circles have not been like just talking about what's coming up. Yeah. Right? So yeah. now you go to, you like, oh, man, I really want to kind of go do this tonight. Oh, wait, I thought, and now we've got conflict. Boom, just like that. Yeah. You know, whereas, not saying it's perfect, not saying it didn't prevent all conflict. What I am saying, we took a proactive step in trying to be on the same page as things speed up in school and pick up and things mm. of this nature, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one practical thing. Another practical thing, and that ties into us having a calendar that kind of goes there together. Another thing is that uh, we really appreciate it um, when we talk with other couples about what we're doing and kind of how we're trying to navigate planning and things like this. You know, we also just literally took any and all good ideas. Mm-hmm. We are we are idea thieves. <laughs> now, if you, I'm gonna tell you right now. If Genius. You, say, you know, if you've got something good, and I hear my wife and I hear about, yeah, we're taking it. We're, we're gonna take that idea <laughs> and make it our own. Yeah. So, um, you know, just for example, one idea I heard from my former principal, she was like, you know, she had two high school daughters, and they had cell phones, but the cell phones at night charged in the mom's room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're taking that. We're, we're going to take that idea. Now, to each your own and do how you do. But for us, as idea thieves, we're like, that works for us. That makes mm-hmm. sense for us. So we took it. And so we used it to benefit us. Yeah. And so those are just a few ways, practically, that we continue to try to stay on the same page. No, I think it's it's what I would just call practical genius in what you've talked about. It's couples that just simply get themselves on the same page. And some, some couples are just, uh, they're on two different frequencies and the mm-hmm. simplicity of let's get a calendar. Mm-hmm. Let's get one calendar for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, with having adult children, it's like, okay, we have three calendars, one for, one for Dave and Ann, one for Ethan, one for Cam and mm-hmm. Google. The beautiful thing is they overlay every, we see where everything's at and we Facts. do what you guys do. Sunday night, let's take a walk. Mm-hmm. Let's just take a 15, 20 minute walk. Let's talk, look at the calendar and let's talk about what to expect. Mm-hmm. Getting you both on that same page. And then uh, the other tip I think is awesome. It's just look at other couples, talk to other couples, create relationship, create mm-hmm. community. Um, I'll tell you what, there are times that we've walked away from couples and I'll be honest, we felt better about us. And that, that was great. Uh, yeah. Other times we walked away and we just challenged by some of their ideas on how they yeah. are parenting, yeah. um, how they're organizing their schedule, um, maybe maybe time restrictions on technology. We, we love listening to other couples that are younger mm-hmm. than us or older than us, mm-hmm. um, recently married or been married for twice as long as, as us. I love learning because there's just something about the two of you creating community and it gives you those ideas where you can just beg, borrow, and steal. I, yeah. I am from your type of class here. If somebody has something good, why wouldn't I want to use it? I think couples need to hear. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. No, sir. There's no <laughs> reason to reinvent the wheel. If somebody is doing it better, learn from them. That's it. Talk to, but don't, I would say don't install anything until you talk to your spouse about it, right, but get, right. get on the same page, but talk to each other. And maybe you might not be able to implement that entire pattern, but maybe you can tweak it. You can mm-hmm. let it metamorphosize and work for your situation. Yeah. Um, I was a youth pastor for about 12 years of my life. I remember I had a youth group around 
80 or 90. And I went to talk with a youth pastor and he had 1200 students. And so just talking to him, I remember thinking everything that he said, I couldn't translate, did nothing Mm -hmm. for me. And then I heard a youth pastor speak and she had almost 1800 students and Mm -hmm. I listened to her talk and the way that she was just kind of sharing about what they did, she could literally break it down. So anybody like me or anybody else that had such smaller Mm -hmm. routes could adapt and could work some ideas. And I think that we underestimate the idea that we can't, we have to do it on our own, that yeah. we can't learn from our parents or we can't learn from other couples. And I think sometimes getting on the same page can just be working together to try to better the marriage, the situation, the parenting and get the help that we need. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's really something that we have you know, and I think there's an element of, of feeling good about yourself. I think that's something that we've done well over time is just just really being encouraged with, you know, just the momentum that we've had, right? Mm-hmm. With just being on the same page and how it's allowed to impact us as a couple, to impact us as parents, to impact us individually as re- as well, right? To be challenged um, and things of this nature here. So it's it's just something that when, we, when we're hanging out, we're playing a good game of categories with some friends and we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, there's an element. I'm going to we're going to we're going to beat after we beat you. We're going to we're going to talk about, you know, some beautiful things. And if you leave a nugget or two, please rest assured the summers are scooping it up. Absolutely. I think that's a, it's a great practical tip. Just find other couples and yeah. get in the presence of other couples, double date with other couples, invite mm-hmm. them over. Like well, my wife and I've had people over to play cards, but we have a rule. We can't be, we're, we're on the same team, but not when we play games, we have to be on opposite <laughs> teams. I don't think either one of us trust each other, especially in card games. Uh, so and the last you time- You gotta know played, yourself. You gotta know yourself. And she beat the snot out of me last time. So I'll admit that. So I know she'll watch this and listen to it. So she won and she would want me to make sure that I told everybody about that. Clearly. So, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, how have you even seen maybe this lived out with other couples? If you've, have, is, is you've uh, maybe talked with couples, um, maybe I should ask this. What are some of the challenges that you've seen couples have getting on the same page? We talked about practical ways to stay there, but mm. maybe even reverse engineering. What are some of the things that maybe have led to not being on the same page? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things, um, and I kind of alluded to it earlier, is uh, timing. And mm. that that could be a piece of where work schedules, you know, or just whatever the case may be, seasons of life, a newborn, newborn, who knows what's going on. Um, and so, you know, we actually had um, a few couples was, um, in the last six months, since this year, really kind of share how they felt like they haven't been having time to I'm not going to get into excuses or not, but they haven't been having time to really sit down and have that conversation. And I think having the right setting a a right time, Mm. don't talk to me about something important at 10 p.m. when I'm sleeping. It's not going to go well. Like it's not, I'm not going to be listening. I'm falling asleep. Like there is a time and a place. I know that I'm not going to send a big heavy text to my wife, right? When she's teaching her fitness class. Doesn't make sense. Um, so I think one thing that I've heard literally in the last year is people finding the time to have those conversations. If you think you're going to have a tearjerker moment about the fact that your spouse has destroyed the budget, going to TGI Fridays and discussing it may not be the moment. 
right? So these are these are times we have to really consider. I think that's one thing that we've definitely heard. It's like, okay, well, when and how are you going about that? That's a piece of the puzzle. I think another thing though, and you, you said it earlier, I forget how you said it, but is that if you're coming in with the mindset to win the conversation, if you're coming in ready to have your point heard, you're not even really locked in listening. You're not yeah. really clearly hear, are hearing their points being articulated well, right? And so I think there's a mindset as well. There's a perspective as well that um, I, I feel like people have to continue to wrestle with on their own, where it's like, well, listen, he or she or whatever, you know, blase, blase, blase. Like, whoa, whoa, I don't, I don't think you really kind of heard what they just said. They were saying mm-hmm. they want a date night at least once a month, yada, yada, right? Yeah. And so if you're coming in with the mindset to just be heard, to just win, in my opinion, you're already lost. It's so good. That's 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 tweetable right there. I mean, if you're coming in to win, you've already lost. Uh, what would you say to a couple? Because uh, this comes up a lot in in my marriage counseling, the idea of personalities and what ends up mm. coming up is like the Enneagram numbers, mm. um, people with strengths finder. And they yeah. like my I'm married to a nine. I'm a four. Uh-huh. Um, we gave birth to two separate numbers. And so oftentimes I actually see personality used as a crutch for the excuse to not be on the same page. So what would you speak to a couple that is just battling with personality differences that Mm -hmm. nothing's evil, nothing's bad, nothing is even malicious, but quite often I hear a lot of excuse that's centered around, well, this is my personality. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Let me, let me, let me get my, my grace on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll, I'll try to put it in a, a personal story to give a little example. So good to know we have this thing. We, we, we keep laughing about us writing this book one day. Um, but one of our big chapters is going to be about conflict. Mm. And we, we're convinced <clears throat> there's two types of people when it comes to conflict in marriage. There's shakers and there's dwellers. All right. Mm, I like <laughs> I'm, I'm a dweller. Okay. If we have a conflict. I'm dwelling. I'm not trying to resolve it. I'm upset. I'm going to sit in it. I'm going to think about what I should have said. I'm dwelling in it. Don't come mm. talk to me in three minutes. Yeah. My wife is a shaker. She's the best shaker. She's ready to shake it. She's ready to resolve it, move on. And if if I don't, which I usually don't, she's shaking on and moved on. She's calling her mom. She's laughing. There's fun in the other room. It's a whole moment. You understand? Right? And so, of course, if you're listening, you're like, ah, well, yeah, I kind of fall. Those are outliers, I understand, but those are those are the two tiers. They're shakers and dwellers. Mm. Well, I say that because I think big picture, personalities, enneagrams, moons, suns, whatever, there's a level of understanding to do whatever makes sense for us, right, as a team. So when Katoya been married 14 years, the first four or five years, conflict was hard. Because mm-hmm. I was dwelling hard and she was shaking hard. And that was not working. It was not working, Dave. It was tough. <laughs> and then we had a heart-to-heart. I remember it. We were crying in the car. It was just a, just a blowout. Yeah. And we had to get to this point of understanding both people and figuring out where we could meet in the middle. You can use mm-hmm. the word compromise. You can use the word sacrifice. I don't care what word you use. I had to understand who she was right? Personality, whatever, mm-hmm. right? She's trying to resolve and shake in like 10 minutes. 
she understood that I needed a moment to be alone, to get my thoughts together. Right. Yeah. And and we both. All right. 10 minutes is a little fast for Damon. All right. Well, the hours are a little long for Katoya. So we had to continue to grow an understanding so that we as a team, as a unit could work out. So I I think I was trying to get to an answer here when you're walking in. Sure. I'm I'm more of an introvert. She's more of an extrovert, which is Mm -hmm. an age old thing people throw out. That's fine and dandy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But we also got to get to a point where, all right, well, I always want to be out. I never want to go out. Okay. Well, how can we meet in understanding of one another for the betterment of us? That's so good. I, I love, I love how you painted the picture. And by the way, I'm going to steal the, the shaker and the dweller uh, for Thank something. You. Goodness gracious. Cause that's what you both are. That's like the picture of us. I mm. am the dweller. I can, mm. I have to, I have to think on it. I, I can hold on to it. Lord knows I can hold on to things longer than anybody can, can in this world. <laughs> and my wife, five minutes after a fight, she'll look at me. She's like, are you still on that? Are you still, are you still on that? <laughs> have you heard that before? <laughs> Get off of me. We're not snuggling right now. <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. That, that is the, that is literally the Behringer's. She is the shaker. I am the dweller and I could dwell better than the best. Oh yeah. So, but finding that middle spot and, and I, what I was thinking of is the word appreciating, appreciating mm, your spouse's personality, yeah, yeah, yeah. appreciating their, the, how they've been made and created that just beautiful, mm. wonderfully created and, and learning to value that because that's a gift. And somebody right. had said something years ago, who knows who originally said it, that if you both are the same person, one of you is no longer necessary. But mm. I think that so often we are bent, like to be on the same page means that you have to be on my page. Right. I, I don't want to be on your page instead of just sit, sitting back and saying, what is the marriage page? What does that look like? And Ooh. it may not look like my parents, it may mm. not look like your parents. Yep. It has to look like us and find what that marriage page is um, and getting to the place where you can just, like you said, you, you know, 10 minutes versus an hour. She needs less than an hour. You need more than 10 minutes. How do we get to that place? I'm telling you what, that this talk right here, I wish I could play for numbers of premarital counseling appointments, <laughs> helping them to understand the differences and, and valuing those differences. Because yeah. when you value that, I feel like personally, like I feel a value. You're, you're, not, you're not valuing a difference. You're valuing mm-hmm. me yeah, and, yeah. And, and vice versa. I think that appreciation is so good because I truly, when I'm calm and in a good mindset, appreciate and value the fact she's trying to resolve and get back to having a great time. Yeah. Like the night was going great. Conflicts happen. And mm-hmm. I'm over here. If she just like, whatever, we'll dwell in the mess this whole night up. Oh, yeah. And, um, and so <laughs> I, there's this level of value and appreciation for that desire for reconciliation, right? That desire mm-hmm. to come back you know, and, and put in intentionality and effort. So I think that's a, that's a great word. Appreciation. A- absolutely. Absolutely. i tell you what, no, nobody was a shaker. Like my grandmother, she'd call me up to yell at me about something. Mm. And then she'd say, so how was your day? You guys have a good day. How's the church right. going? And I'm like, I, hold on. I, I need to recover. Wait, I need, I need a to moment. recover. <laughs> I need a moment. And, and I've learned, I've learned to appreciate that. Like I said, in my wife, that she's able to get past something and not mm. be sunk by it. Yeah. Whereas as a dweller, sometimes like, okay, we hold on to an anchor and, and we don't realize sometimes it's taken us down to the deep. 
Yeah. And, and I can appreciate my wife's like, let go of the anchor. It's time to move on. And at the same time, I know that she'll say that she sometimes is in such a hurry to get through it, that she can sometimes forget to appreciate that there's some things that we have to, we need to dwell on in order to learn from. Right. To grow, to truly understand what's happened and whether it's talking about hurt, pain, frustration or whatever, because I know in terms of my dwelling, um, I just want to learn. I don't want to repeat the same mistake. Right. So I just want to learn from that. Definitely. Wow. Dude, this is so good. I'm enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm getting therapy. I'm like, okay, there's another couple that understands us. This is amazing. Oh, my word. Um, As we kind of bring things to a close here, um, any last thoughts regarding helping couples to get on the same page? Mm. Uh, Yeah, I think there has to be um, a desire. I I really do. And yeah. You know, I think there is a level of, and again, just to be very clear, we're not only talking to um, people who are just getting started, Mm -hmm. this is literally from the jump to the end, right? Because again, you're constantly changing and evolving. Maybe you were into this and you're not into that. And maybe you were really introverted here, but you kind of just changed over time. And maybe Mm -hmm. you had a job that took 60 hours but now you're down to 15 and staying home like we're just always changing and growing as people yeah individually and as we're individually going again we're, that means that our marriage is also changing right that's right so i think i think there has to be a level of desire i think mm-hmm. old people have to desire to be on the same pe- mm-hmm. play page both people have to have this desire to continue to put in the effort put in the work Put in the intentionality yeah. to go about uh, having these conversations, taking these walks, talking about the schedule, mm-hmm. willing to really be considerate of, of, of others, right? Our partner, namely here, and we're in pursuit of this. And mm-hmm. so if we're both desiring this, if we both have a hunger for that, I think you're at least on the same page with that. And that's where you can build up from. Because if one person's content and not giving an effort, it's, it's just going to be rocks hard. So that yeah. desire and intentionality is going to be the starting step. I love that. I think that's such a great place to bring this to a close because the idea of having two people with a desire willing to try, to me, you always have hope. Um, mm-hmm. Hope hope gets chased away when you've got one person or neither one of them have any desire to even try one more time. Right, right. But as long as you've got two people desiring and you, you have hit on it this entire podcast that we all go through seasons. All of us go through seasons. I mean, up in Michigan, we've got four definite seasons. It is Mm. hot, kind of cold, really cold, sort of cold. And that Mm. is literally, we we have Mm. that all year long and we get hit with those four seasons and your marriage is no different. And what helps you through those seasons, I think it's exactly what you said. It's that desire. Mm. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to have one more conversation. I'm going to have another try. Again, as long as you've got people trying, there's always going to be hope. Yeah. I've, I've got, I've got couples that have showed up. I've taken through assessments and their assessments are not looking good whatsoever. And they'll look at the results and they'll say, you know, you know, Dave, what, what, what should we think about this? I said, you should think you've got hope because you've shown up, you have shown up and you've said, we're still trying. We've got a desire in us. And as long as you've got that in your hearts, plural, both your hearts, mm-hmm. same page is always possible. 
And if anything, that's a great place to start uh, getting on the same page with that desire. And if you've got the desire, you can get the help. You can get the counselor. You can get another couple that can mentor you. You can get on podcasts, like sum it up with the Sumners and get yourself some, um, just some tools to help get you on that same page to carry you through to that next season of your marriage. Uh, Damon, this has been incredible. Uh, Thanks so much for putting up with me. And if you have not looked them up on on podcasts, um, I've already looked them up. I've already signed up for it. So check them out. Sum it up with the Sumners, Damon and Katoya Sumner. You need to check them out, listen to them, like, and subscribe. Give them the best rating possible. Uh, Five stars, no less than that. But uh, thank you so much. I'm bummed that Katoya couldn't be a a part of this, but we got to hook up again, man. This is tremendous. Man, I I appreciate this. It was a great time. And yeah, we'd love to connect again. Really, really appreciative of just continuing to have conversations that we all should be having. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for joining with us. God bless, man.